What is up, you guys? Welcome back to the podcast. So I wanted to chat about this because I used to have super terrible digestion from a combination of things, high stress, overtraining, just not managing my mental state. I was in that fight or flight all the time. Food choices played a huge role. Way too much fiber. I relied way too much on high volume foods, not enough fat, was very also rigid with my food choices. So I had very little diversity. Um, but overall, I was also under eating calories, which we know if you listen to the digestion episode, we did talk a little bit about how under eating can actually slow your metabolism, which slows the motility of your gut, which means you're going to have bloating, you're going to have gas, you're going to probably be constipated. So you name it, I was struggling. So when addressing digestive issues with a client or with somebody just in conversation, obviously these are just what have helped me. This is what I've observed in clients. And the first thing is obviously we need to get to the root cause. We need to address those things that I mentioned earlier. We cannot band-aid gut or digestive issues. So my guess is that once you get those in place, most of your issues and symptoms will resolve themselves. So get your calories up, manage your stress bucket as a whole, um, because when we have that chronically high stress, we have what is called gut permeability, which means that we have what feels maybe like food sensitivities or things getting through our gut lining. Not good. Not good. So managing stress is a huge, huge player. And then also, if you do have foods that you maybe have kind of overdone or abused over time, or even just if you are one to chronically just hit the high volume, high fiber veggies, etc., take a break for a bit. See how you feel. That's what we want to focus on first. There's a lot that goes into digestion, but the root cause, we need to figure that out first. And then from there, the next step is typically what I want to talk about today is optimizing. So you may feel like I have pretty good digestion, but I want to ask you, could it be better? So these are a few tools that I have implemented that really have just kind of taken things to the next level. And they're really, really low cost, easy, just habits um, and things that we may not think of being correlated to digestion. So obviously, like I said, first step, minimize the stress. You know, if you're doing hit six days a week, you're probably going to have some gut permeability. You've got way too much stress going on. So we need to maybe do some more um, low intensity workouts, some strength training, some yoga, stimulate your vagus nerve a bit, get rested. But the non-traditional things that I would recommend to improve digestion kind of on more of a fine tuning level, this is a cherry on top. So they can definitely improve things, but not doing these things probably isn't the root cause of your issue, if that makes sense. Important nonetheless. The first is meal timing. So I used to be a grazer. I would eat all day long and I had convinced myself that I just like didn't want to be full. I didn't like larger meals, but that just wasn't true. I think I was just hesitant to eat more calories in one sitting, you know, and really like from a scarcity mindset point of view. Having larger meals more spaced out has not only helped stabilize my blood sugar versus spiking it all day long because if you're great, we were not meant to sit and eat, you know, 30 times throughout the day. And that's not an exaggeration. People have researched 
basically the average person is either eating or drinking something with calories in it. I think it was like 32 times over the course of a day. And that is just not optimal for a lot of reasons. But it also has helped my digestion to re- to let my gut rest between meals. So if you're having a meal with enough calories, enough protein, enough fat, you're going to be satiated and you're going to be able to go longer between meals and which is only going to help improve your digestion. So it really makes a big difference to me. So I would recommend experimenting with, you know, maybe eating di- at different times throughout the day um, or just adding those calories from what you maybe were snacking on into your meals instead and see how you feel with satiation. Um, another thing is adding in more fats. So I, you know, I'm not an advocate for low-fat diets. We need dietary fat for a million things, not just for like absorbing nutrients from the food we're eating, but also to keep things running smoothly. So one thing with this is that you will want to increase slowly. So if you aren't eating very much fat, you don't want to go in and just add like, a you know, three tablespoons of butter at once. It may cause some less than desirable effects. So take it slow. But if you ever ever think about it, I know for me personally, I used to only eat like super lean cuts of meat. And they never, they didn't digest poorly, but they just didn't always sit the best. And I've found that as I've added in higher fat meats um, or added butter or added things like avocado, my digestion only improved. Those My body loved those things. So just take note of that if certain things are sitting well or not. I will say when I say adding in more fat, I am definitely not recommending you go in and add like things like seed oils or anything like that because those can be inflammatory and actually cause more gut issues. So we want to make sure we're adding in anti-inflammatory animal fats if possible, things like egg yolks, things like higher fat meats, quality, quality foods, not just any fat because we don't want to give it the adverse or opposite effect. The third thing is digestion walks. So I joked about this and I would say, oh, post-dinner, you know, digestion walk. Obviously, you guys know I'm a huge walker and I love it, but getting some brief movement in, even just a 5-10 minute walk after you eat can actually help stimulate digestion. So it gets things moving through quicker, If you, especially if you maybe ate too much or you got a little bit more full. Um, it can help get you more comfortable too because it may actually stimulate going to the bathroom. So just a light leisurely walk. We're not trying to go work out immediately after a meal, but just getting some steps in can help move things around. And the last is something that I actually have noticed a lot of and something that I mention with clients. The way that we eat is very important. So we want to make sure we're being mindful. We're slowing down, taking deep breaths. We need to be in that rest and digest state in order to digest optimally. So don't go into a meal. If you are super stressed or you're fighting with somebody in the moment, like don't try to eat. Your body is not prioritizing just digestion at that time, so you're going to probably bloat. What you want to do is make sure you're sitting, remove distractions if you can, you know, take some deep breaths. I like to sit at my kitchen window and look out at the horizon over the water because it just kind of gets me into a relaxed state. It helps me focus on the meal. I'm focusing on the tastes, the textures. I'm trying to be really present. That digestion 
It starts with us even preparing our meals. So preparing the meal, smelling it, and then chewing adequately. Another huge thing is avoiding drinking water during your meals. Too much water can actually fill your stomach and dilute stomach acid. So I try to avoid drinking while I'm eating for a bit before and after. Um, It's not always possible. And if I have forgotten to drink water, I'm like, I definitely need to drink water before I eat. Optimally stay hydrated the rest of the day. And then hydration is important for optimal digestion. So don't go not drinking water, but just avoid it while you're eating. Um, I will add to this that hydration is super key, but not just plain water. So for many purposes, we do need, you know, lots of fluids. And with digestion, we want to make sure we're getting just enough liquid in us to keep things moving along. But don't neglect electrolytes. Try adding in some coconut water, you know, mix those in occasionally because that's what truly hydrates us. And especially things like magnesium are really crucial for proper digestion. So don't overdo it and go supplementing with, you know, those forms of magnesium that are going to give you, you know, diarrhea. But we definitely want to make sure we're getting in more than just plain water. Even mix in a coconut water sometimes or something and see how you feel. So remember, guys, these are some things you can add in to help optimize, but these are likely not the cause of your gut issues. Remember that the causes of what is going on in society, all of these very common but not normal gut issues, bloating, constipation, gas, acid reflux, remember that everything starts in the gut. So even things like acne, things like inflammation, things like getting sick all the time and having a low immune system, those can be caused by gut issues, an underlying issue or imbalance in the gut. And those things are not normal because we have such a basically widespread use of things like NSAIDs and things like alcohol and things like the birth control pill. So if we've got stress and we're under eating, and we have a hormonal imbalance, and we have infections or lack of fiber, the standard American diet, all of these things are going to compound. And I'm not saying this to, to scare you. I'm saying this to just basically remind you that things like greens powders and things like, you know, the next gut supplement that you're going to see on the market, those are not going to help resolve the underlying issue. And we always want to do just just do ourselves a favor and be really honest about lifestyle things. So these things that I, you know, talked about today are not a going to, you know, probably fix it if if this is a deeper issue, but we definitely can add in some of those supportive habits into our day-to-day to help kind of all around become healthier internally. So we don't want to try to self-diagnose We don't want to change too much at once, but just being aware of how certain things are making you feel, how certain activities are making you feel, um, maybe even something small, you know, if you think, oh, wow, I do drink a lot of water when I'm eating, try changing it up, just experiment. Um, We don't want to neglect these lifestyle factors while also being honest that there may be something deeper going on. So how we, how we live how we talk to, how we take care of ourselves inside and out is going to end up 
manifesting in our physical health in one way or another. So I hope this was helpful, guys. If you have any questions, I would love to connect with you on Instagram. Otherwise, go ahead and share this on your story if you found it helpful, and I'll catch up with you in the next episode.